Monday. October 19th. I hate it. Let's make this whole show like a musical podcast where we just sing everything. Grr, hate. Broads don't belong in broadcasting? Is that the kind of professional courtesy you teach your news department? I don't know how many times I've told those boys never call chicks broads. L.A.A.F. Podcast. Live from the City of Roses. Am I Snapchatting my vacation wrong? This is L-A-A-F. What's he talking about? What's he talking about? Oh, well, thanks for finally joining us. Can I get you a drink, a cranberry scone, an emoji? With Grace Faye. I would snort her dandruff. Jesus Christ, woman, you shit with that ass. And the town malcontent. Jimmy McCammon. Jimmy's a bad person! His only crime was that he had courage and spoke his mind. He's an idiot. If you like high adventure, come with me. If you like the stealth of intrigue, come with me. Let's just go in and do the best mediocre show we can. Uh, Twitter, I ate a salad. A uh, pound sign, I'm cool. Hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. This, and you greenlit that Tom fuckery, is L-A-A-F. Monday. But it just—it doesn't count anymore. There's no such thing as Monday. Oh yeah. <laughs> this day, that what was the? There was a great meme I saw that said this day, that day, yesterday's day. Right. I mean, who even knows what day it is? Oh, who cares? It's unemployment day. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to LAAF. Follow us uh, on the. Uh, all the apps, you know. The yeah. Twitter. Instagram. The Instagram. L-A-A-F Podcast. Oh, God. I'm going to edit that so that we don't do that in the actual. Come on. No, too cute. Let's say lots of things together and then go jinx, jinx. go jinx, jinx. Oh, oh my, little, my sister little sister used to copy me used like to that. Used to copy me like that. Pretty fun. Ladies and gentlemen, probably the mostest, I'd say, intellectual um, podcast in the Valley, at least. Intellectual? Oh, yeah. We have a... Uh, we we have the, Google things for listen, 30 we have, seconds before the show. We do some bits, show. okay, but, okay. But, but we also have on the leading luminaries. Oh, yes. Of actually, political thought today. Today is a very important day. We have a super special guest, an actual legitimate person, a true politician, someone who stands up for what he cares about. On a, on a big blue bus on a rock and roll uh, gathering support tour throughout the United States. Amazing. Said they were going to hit 48 states. It's the good Dr. Joe Jorgensen's campaign. That's right. A woman for president. Isn't it about time, folks? I mean... You could have a woman for president this time around. And I'll tell you what, like... Hey, I'm not boosting for anyone here. But, I mean, these folks are like, they're plain spoken. You know, Spike himself was... uh, Wait, wait, wait. Who's Spike? What are you saying? Have you made the big announcement yet? Okay, so we had a. I had an interview uh, with a vice presidential nominee for the Libertarian Party, Spike Cohen. What? I uh, conducted the interview by by Zoom yesterday as Spike was in between stops on the big campaign trail. Nice. Um, I had gotten in touch when they were in Anaheim with his uh, press person and said, "Hey." I'm a journalist who does an exciting podcast from the Valley. 
and uh, you're going to want to come on here and influence at least seven people. So, um, but they, so they, we couldn't make anything happen when they were in Anaheim. In fact, their event there was sold out. So, congratulations to those guys. And Joe um, Jorgensen and Spike Cohen for the Libertarian presidential office. Yeah. Yeah, and why the hell not? You know, many people are dissatisfied with the uh, with what the media would tell you is the only two choices. Um, but listen to Joe Jorgensen speak. That's all I say. I was captivated when I heard her speak, and we don't agree on everything. That's the thing. Is I don't agree on everything with any of these candidates. But I mean, these people—they want the best for the American people. They stand on their principles and. You know, I just hope the underdogs can get further in this race. That's like my ultimate goal. Voting third party can be very important, you know, depending on what state you live in, that kind of thing. But it pushes, it can push the other party's platforms more towards a liberal or conservative agenda. I think that's really important. I voted for Nader back in the day, and it was controversial at the time. Oh, yeah, I voted third party a bunch of times. And I don't ever think, I think actually it's more of a wasted vote. People will always give you this crap when you're voting third party about how it's a wasted vote. But like, it's not a wasted vote in California. California is going to Biden by default. The only wasted vote in California where you're really honestly saying nothing is a vote for Biden. Thank you very much. LAAF podcast. Completely (laughs) disagree. Anyway, we're excited about this. Here's a tip. Don't sneeze when you're taking a piss. I must say this is irregular. You're listening to LAAF. Thank you, Spike Cohen, for joining us. Um, Libertarian candidate, uh, vice presidential candidate. You and Dr. Joe Jorgensen are on the ballot in all 50 states. Congratulations. Uh, We're generally very supportive around here of uh, third-party candidates and... um, any way we can mix it up and and kind of uh, stomp the the duopoly. So I'm excited to talk to you, man, and thank you for joining us. Yeah, I said absolutely, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, so um, I understand that a venue that you guys were at, uh, you're in Florida today, am I right? Yes, I am in beautiful, uh, actually I'm in the Brickell neighborhood of Miami right now. Um, yeah, we're in beautiful downtown Miami, and uh, we uh, we had an event last night. In fact, the noise that you're hearing is I'm actually walking uh, back to uh, back to our vehicle in the uh, in the rain. We just uh, I just got a haircut. Um, but yeah, so we uh, we had an event last night in uh, in Miami, uh, or we were supposed to have an event. Uh, it was supposed to be a a, a, a indoor uh, rally followed by a salsa party uh, at Cuba Ocho, uh, right there in on Cali Ocho. And um, instead, what happened was. The city of Miami, for some unknown reason, decided to shut Cuba uh, Ocho down right before we were supposed to get started. Uh, so everyone can draw their own conclusions as to why that is. But uh, we decided to just make it into a protest. So all the people were already there and we already had the bus there and we have bullhorns at the ready. So we just turned it into a big street protest right there. Uh, we did that for a while and then... Uh, once after we were done protesting and we did uh, a bunch of interviews there, then we went ahead and had our salsa party. We just had it outside right there on the corner. So it turned into a, a protest slash uh, block party. That's wonderful. Uh, di- and they didn't give you any uh, explanation as to why the, in- why the indoor part of the event was shut down. 
they put uh, on the, the the reason for the shutdown uh, to the to, to the venue. Uh, they put uh, quote unquote uh, COVID violations. But when they said this to the owner, he was there in the building by himself. Uh, hadn't even opened the uh, the open open the location yet that day. So they didn't actually give a like they, they gave no valid reason as to why they shut it down. Um, what we do know is that both uh, Donald Trump and Joe Biden were both in uh, in Miami yesterday. So is it possible that that had to do with it? I really don't know. Uh, it might just be a vendetta from the from the city to, to the owner of Cuba Bocho. Really don't know. But either way, they didn't really give any actual valid justification for uh, for doing it. And uh, on on whenever there's supposed to be any kind of complaint like that, they're supposed to list who who made the complaint, um, uh, you know, and, and that kind of stuff. And uh, the uh, the the information section of of the the. The, the what they gave what they issued him when they when they requested that information uh it was completely blank so it'll more than likely completely get thrown out but it was enough to keep it shut down last night so again we just did the protest outside did all the interviews outside yeah they are unfortunately able to do a lot of stuff that that uh we you know the people are just kind of supposed to accept um, you know due to covid you know <laughs> there's always a reason to do it because of covid and I, I'm curious as to whether Biden and Trump's events, you know, experienced any sort of, uh, you know, similar, you know, it, it sounds to me like you guys a little, get, a little bit got picked on. I would imagine so, but it ended up blowing up in their faces if that's the case, because uh, it turned out that it probably would have been smarter for us to do it outside anyway, because we ended up having way more of a turnout because <laughs> we, we ended up having every everyone that, you know, the, the several several thousand people that were walking by uh, or driving by during that time that we were out there because we were pretty much there from what six we got started uh the event actually got started at six around 6 30 uh, 6 15 6 30 and uh we were there until about midnight and uh i can't tell you how many thousands of people went by during that time so it ended up actually being a much bigger event for us than we originally intended that's fantastic what do you guys think of the program? Well, here's a tip. Don't fart in a spacesuit. Oh, shut up, will you? I will not shut up. And now... Listen, everybody, I, I want to make an announcement about something. The LAAF Podcast presents... <laughs> today, Junior! Is, is today even a thing? Wow, that is incredible. So that was just the first part of, um, yeah, my interview with Spike. And, um, yeah, besides a complete media blackout, I mean, they're having these weird things happen to them out on the road, like getting the venue shut down that, you know, who knows why. They didn't put any real, real reason why besides, you know, these blanket COVID violations. COVID but, violations, but they might not have even been able to get in to inspect the space is kind of what he was inferring, maybe. Yeah, I mean, they're they're saying they need to get in there and inspect the space, um, you know. But that's that's after they've ruined this event, right? Of course, fascinating. What what a charismatic and interesting guy. Yeah, uh, the salsa party is a great idea. I mean, uh, I just found this amazing photo of him from Twitter with his chest bared, like. Yeah, there's wow. some uh, on his Instagram. There's also some pictures of him and his wife, who I believe salsa dance, and I. 
If I'm not wrong, they're featured salsa dancing in the new commercial on Joe20.com. Amazing. Amazing. I don't know. It's really adorable. I mean, they're great dancers, you know, and yeah, he's a super smart guy. You know, uh, he, I mean, he just talked circles around me. (laughs) It was, it was really funny. Like I was very, uh, I was very nervous talking to him, but I mean, he just, you know, he has everything at the ready. And of course he's been doing this a thousand times a day for the whole time. You know, and uh, he was. Do you know the character Vermin Supreme? He's the guy so. who runs for president with the boot on his head. Uh huh. Um, well, he uh, he was his running mate before this, so he's got like he's got a wild sense of humor as wow, it is. He comes that's from fascinating. the yeah. He comes from the clown the system sort of. Yo, sound, they sound like rock stars. The blue bus and all this. I'm, I'm yeah. imp- I can't wait to hear the rest of it. Yeah, we'll have another segment coming right up. Um, today's days. Today actually is a thing. It is a thing. It's October nineteenth. It's Monday. National New Friends Day. Really? That's. I'm so glad that's a day. I wonder who pushed that through the government. That's. Yeah. New friends. So I guess. Well, we've been friends too long to celebrate National New Friends Day together. No, you have to make a new friend on National New Friend Day. No, I dislike people. When's National Disliking People Day? How do you make a new friend if no one can see you smile and you have to stand six feet away? That's the challenge this year. I know. How? Friend random women on Facebook. Um, Jimmy, that just, um... Well, yeah. That's how you get (laughs) blocked and your account deleted. It's National No Beard Day, so I assume my scruff is excluded. Take it off. Yeah. Um, How dare you? I can't. I'm preparing for a character. You are. You yeah. got an acting job? Um, no, I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a little sketch I wrote like a month ago. It's a, a election-related sketch. So oh. I need a mustache to do it. I heard a rumor about that. Are you running for president? No, no, I would never do so. But we have somebody who we're gonna back. Okay, uh, um, you know, Joe Jorgensen first. We talk about ranking, ranking voting, uh, ranking elections in the next segment, and my ranked vote would be Joe Jorgensen first. And second up would be Guy Manley. Go check him out, Guy Manley 2020 on Twitter. Okay. And that's all I've got to say I about mean, that. Kind of turns me on, Guy Manley. Oh fuck! It's National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Hello. It's I no was excuse just to at eat Trader one of those. Joe's. I could have got him. You know, Trader Joe's started in Pasadena. I believe it. I b- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nothing, first flagship store here. Nothing could be more Pasadena than Trader Joe's. There's one on every corner. The biggest unanswered question is where is the money? I've uh, been really enjoying how you guys have been getting the message out on social media, um, using the tools you know that are available to all of us. And um, I've been listening to a couple of your past interviews today with um, other podcasters. I notice you have a podcast yourself. It's very enjoyable. Uh, you know, quite funny and kind of a cool round table of libertarian thinking. Um, you know, you guys, uh, you and the, the good doctor both strike me as um, just, you know, reasonable folks. And, and um, you know, maybe I have my slight disagreements uh, with a few of the, you know, the, the policies that you guys are talking about. But I mean, you know, everything seems... Um, 
seems uh, pretty reasonable. And so I'm, I'm kind of like confused as to uh, why you're not, why you haven't seen more traction in like the, um, you know, people who were excited about uh, Hillary Clinton, you know, to me, uh, Dr. Joe Jorgensen is uh, kind of a similar figure, you know, and, and an, uh, an opportunity for us to have our first female president, you know, uh, has come along and it's just not, it's not got the groundswell that the Clinton machine was able to do. And so like, you know, how do we get that going in these next few weeks or, you know, what, what are you guys, um, planning on doing to kind of access that part of the culture? Well, I think, you know, we, we saw when the elements of, of, you know, media and pop culture that were promoting the whole, you know, vote for women, vote for women thing, uh, I think they were very clear what they meant was vote for women who are in the party that we want you to vote for. And uh, and so, you know, we saw a similar thing when when Sarah Palin was running as uh, John McCain's running mate. It suddenly became that voting for women was the most important thing on earth for Republicans. Right. And in, 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 uh, in, in 2016, it became the most pop, you know important thing for uh, you know for Democrats. Now that the Republican and Democrat parties have both. Uh, chosen to uh, pick uh, candidates who have multiple uh, sexual assault allegations against them. Suddenly, the whole bo- both the uh, hashtag Me Too movement and the Vote Women movement have suddenly gone silent. Uh, but uh, you know, here's what I will say: we have seen more uh, excitement and grassroots support for this ticket than we've ever seen for any libertarian ticket before before this one. Um, and we've heard that on the ground. Uh, we've been doing a bus tour, which is the uh, the first time that uh, a libertarian campaign has ever been this active in actually going across the country and, and campaigning heavily and actively. Uh, and in doing so, we have talked to, um, I can't even tell you how many thousands of people I've spoken with uh, during that time. And what I keep hearing over and over again across the country is that they've never seen this much excitement before. They've never seen as many yard signs out for us. They've never seen as many people who just randomly in their conversations already know who the libertarian candidate is and that they're supporting us or or thinking of supporting us. Uh, I think we're about to surprise a lot of people. I think that we're about to do a lot better than anyone is anticipating thinking because the national media is doing everything that they can to try to shut us out from the conversation. But we didn't intend on getting their attention from day one to begin with. So we've been intentionally going around at the grassroots level and at the local and regional media level and getting the attention that we need where it matters most, when where, where people get their, their news the most, which is from the Internet and from local news. And, uh, and I think we're about to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, social media really gives, um, really gives the, the, the upstart uh, concern the ability to get out there in a way that hasn't been po- possible in the past. And, yep. um, and I think, you know, very, very po- – I consider you guys and the Bernie Sanders campaign to be, um, a, you know, in kind of the same fix because you're very, very popular with this groundswell of popular support. Um, you know, and your own, your own incredibly supportive members that come with you and you guys, you know, are doing, you're doing a real bus tour. I mean, you're like a rock band out there picking up, <laughs> picking up supporters on the way. And so, yeah. well, if you don't put it on the internet, so how's going to people know what you did. And now it's time for famous birthdays on LAAF. Besides, this is your birthday. Wow. 
Yeah, so um, even more back there from Spike Cohen. Um, uh, I think uh, I think one more section of it coming up today, Exciting. and a little bit more tomorrow. Um, we'll just keep checking in with, because I mean, he he says a lot. It takes a minute to digest it all, you know. And uh, I don't know his um, his uh, his support there of something that I've believed in for a long time, which is just goddamn it, get more women in there in office. You know, is uh, it's heartening to me. Um, he, he's yeah. uh, he's a Jewish guy. He has MS that's in remission. Um, that uh, this is stuff we didn't talk about in his interview with mm-hmm. me, but I heard him on other podcasts talking about it. What's and, his uh, podcast called? Ooh, ooh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, he I had will. me. He had me at the Me Too and Vote for Women. It had me rethinking everything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I well, mean, there's a certain amount of, you know, there's a certain amount of hypocrisy going on there. You know, it's like, do you support? I don't want to do vote not? for these old guys who have sexual assault accusations against them and are in their 70s. You know, I feel sort of depressed as soon as Biden won. I Can I confess who I voted for the Democratic primary? Who? I did it because I knew it would be a throwaway. And I just I voted for Marianne Williamson. Okay. <laughs> you know, because I respect her as an author. She's a spiritualist. She's the first female spiritualist that I've seen get for far up in political office. I'm fascinated by that. I knew that someone else would win. Maybe yeah. Bernie. Yeah. You know, I should have voted for Bernie, but secretly by myself in that ballot box, that's who I voted for. So, you know, in my heart, I want to vote for a female. So yeah, it's I voted of- for a woman too and not for Kamala. So... Yeah, the one I just voted for the human being that had impressed me the most, and it happened to be a woman. To be perfectly honest, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, the only way to change up the status quo is to vote out the st- status quo, and I guess do these grassroots political campaigns. It's it's fascinating to me. I mean, I'm I'm seeing you know, oh brother, where art thou, George Clooney, and like you know these grant you know train campaigns and small local campaigns that happened back in the day and I'm imagining these guys just driving the bus across the country and picking up people it's incredible and to me everybody should be invested in it because it's like um, a wider array of like voices and ideas and stuff like that and a few more challenges to the status quo here and there is like good for society as a whole so I know you might be a Democrat you might be a Republican you might be a Green Party whatever you are hearing you know there are so many people i run into have haven't heard one word joe jorgensen has to say not one word howie hawkins the green party nominee has to say and why not hear them what are you afraid of he made such a good point with them he said we're not even trying for mainstream media and you know and you start to remember that oh mainstream media is controlled by you know who Rupert Murdoch or something like one person or like rich old white guys. Yeah. Just just a small group of (laughs) of rich people like, and of course they're going to try to shut out all the other candidates, you know, and I have to confess, it's not something that I've been thinking about. I've thought just, okay, well I just have to vote Trump out. That's been my only thought, but, but I'm, I'm not happy about, you know, the Biden choice really as happy as I could be. It's not, doesn't really represent me. It's just the lesser of two evils, all that. Yeah, and I think a lot of people on the right are more libertarian than they think, too. Here's a tip. It's really hard to get tuna out of your dick hole. I think it's going to be fine. I'm sure people won't even notice. Especially in including you idiots. And now, the LAAF Podcast presents Today in History. 
You already announced birthdays, and then we talked, so now it's still birthdays. All right, well, today, Monday, October 19th, let's get back to the topic, Jimmy. Come on, this is famous birthdays. I know you hate to do this part, but we do have to do it. Okay, here's someone really great, John Lithgow, right? Uncelebrated, incredible actor, and he's in Perry Mason, which is so good. We saw the whole first season of that and loved it. (laughs) <laughs> what? We're on Famous Birthdays. Do you not remember? I remember. I just got excited you know? by Spike Cohen. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm excited too, but um, I have a great memory. So uh, I I noticed the the only important Famous Birthday though uh, mm-hmm. was John Favreau. Oh, of course, Swingers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also a director. Oh no, no, no. Wait, right. there was one other important birthday. Um, uh, Trey Parker. Oh, yeah, that's important. Okay. Right on. And on to, what are we doing? We did Day in History. No, we did Is Today a Thing. Is that different (laughs) than Day in History? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. It's like National Days. I didn't, uh, we did, remember National Cupcake Day? Um, But Today in History, uh, the only thing that happened was the Americans defeated the British at Yorktown. Yeah, a lot of- Ending the Revolutionary War. Only that, Grace. Jesus oh. Christ. And she wanted to Yorktown, just that was right the last one. It. Grace is in America hating. Sur- Britain's Lord Cornwallis surrendered at Yorktown. Okay, I guess, you yeah. know, America became, won the Revolutionary War. Fine. The yeah. rest of the, these patriarchal holidays just seemed boring to me. Waterloo, blotty, blotty, blah. Uh, well, I looked at this day in Women's Lord History. Lord Sir James Stewart, blotty, blah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a There's a fire in California this year. Uh, Martin Luther King <laughs> Jr. was arrested in Atlanta. Yeah. I, I bet he was arrested quite a few times. Oh yeah. He was they a great man. The shit out of him and then they killed him. We'll have to do a feature on America. his birthday. That's one one holiday I love to celebrate is Martin Luther King Day. I don't care about Columbus Day or um, you know, even Labor Day. I'm, am I going to get in trouble for having opinions like this on the air, Jimmy? I'm generally not an opinionated person, and I just confessed all kinds of things. That's terrible. Uh, are you no one really cares, right? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. Kinda. Secret communist Grace <laughs> Faye hates puppies on tonight's LAAF podcast. No, no, no. I don't hate puppies. What do you hate? Children? Babies. No, I love babies. Secret socialist Grace Faye hates baby puppies on tonight's LAAF okay, podcast. I just have to say this. Endorsed so- by Spike Cohen. Wow. Okay. It's pretty bad. No. Everyone loves puppies. I'm just saying that... <laughs> <laughs> Socialism, you know, if it resembles what what is happening in Canada and Europe in terms of education and healthcare, is something I support. It, do I want a Chinese communism situation like a Russia Cold War moment? No, but I think that you can be a socialist. Democratic socialism—that's what yeah, Bernie without, Sanders stands for. Without being a totalitarian, I think that's possible. Yeah, I I, I actually respect you know the Senate, the House of Representatives, the judicial system. I mean, I think we've got a lot of things going well. Things that... have sort of improved in the past 100 years. Oh, yeah. I take credit for all of that. But the important thing is, Jimmy, do you have your harvest slash October slash fall decorations out? 
because you want to go pick up those decorative gourds, the tiny pumpkins. Has, have you made your jack-o'-lantern yet? Maybe some a sheaf of you know wheat no, in I'm the against that. corner altar and some chrysanthemums. No, there's no decorative gourds. We should be making pies or like food for the poor out of them or housing for the... We should be doing something with our bounty, not 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 decorating with it. What Although, if- man, I saw this great uh, jack-o'-lantern that was a white pumpkin inside of a carved orange pumpkin. Wow. So it looked like a big eye with a white. What? It was creepy That's as hell. That's so creative. I, I mean, it, it takes a lot of work and it's a pretty slimy job to actually cut open and get the guts out of a pumpkin. But you get the seeds out and then you can bake those seeds in the oven too. So those are good with salt. What you just said is outrageous. Are you through? Yes. I have a bit of news for you. If you like blood and thunder, come with me. Live from the LAAF Podcast Studios, this is Breaking News. Breaking News. Breaking News. As the coronavirus surges, a new culprit emerges. Pandemic fatigue. I'm so sick of this pandemic. Trump administration denies then grants federal aid toward California wildfires. Hey, that's us. Come on. Give us some help over here. Weren't we you have the a guy hot saying, state. We're hot out here. Weren't you the guy saying we needed to rake more? Send us the rakes. We'll rake. Yeah. Help us create that system where we do controlled burns then. Government, come uh, on. Other Trump news, Trump's scheduled to appear in Orange County this weekend. Oh, here's Orange a New York, County man. Here's a New York Times headline. Please it, like me, Trump begged for many women. It's way too late. Oh no. The white suburban voters President Trump needs to carve a path to victory have turned away from him for deeply personal reasons. Because, as someone said, every single woman knows a guy like that. He's your boss. He's yeah. your dad. He's your boss when you were a teenager. He groped you in the thing. He he said creepy things to you. I mean. This is a scary bully of a guy. He's narcissistic. He talks a lot. He thinks he's always right. He grabs women. He's 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 a scary kind of guy. That, like I would not want to be in the same room with that person. You know, that's oh, no. it's a deeply personal reason why I, a white suburban woman, will cannot vote for him. I was shocked in 2016 when I saw the length of his you know record. So anyway, yeah, I agree with that. Sorry, uh, deeply personal reasons. Oh, yeah. Texas tech mogul Robert T. Brockman has been charged in a $2 billion tax evasion case. I like this because um, because um, this kind of speaks to the kind of uh, uh, like uh, judicial reform. I don't know what the fuck subject I'm talking about, but it's like a lot of people, a lot of people on maybe my side of the fence are often talking about like, hey, let's tax the rich. And I'm sort of like, well, it seems like Amazon or whatever is not paying any taxes. And it seems like Donald Trump paid $750 in taxes. And it seems like um, people are not paying taxes and they're getting away with. So why not go and get the money that were owed from them if they indeed committed fraud? You know, and and why not have a better scheme of charging them the actual tax bill that they owe? You know, it seems like we're already taxing the rich. They're just kind of ducking out of it quite often. 
through I don't know what loopholes or whatever, but couldn't some lawyers find out, aren't we? I mean, I can't leave my house without wading through a pool of lawyers 18 inches high, all right? Like, let's put some of those fuckers on this whole problem of, like, rich people not paying the taxes that they owe because... I don't know loopholes, and I set up an LLC this year, and all my money's parked there, and oh, look, it took a loss, and I don't know what the fucking shit is. If I could do it, I would. If I needed to do it, I should. <laughs> and, and like, actually, the conservative response to all that is that, like, if you don't like the tax law, you should change the tax law. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm down with it, but I don't ever hear anybody say that. I don't because it benefits everybody who makes more than $50,000 a year on up the whole tax law. There's loopholes out of everything. I mean, there's mm-hmm. loopholes out of everything. You've got to be in, I don't know, actually, some people in between a certain little window are probably getting throttled pretty hard. You the know? middle class. The yeah. middle class. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And lower middle class. Yeah. But there's probably quite a bit of loopholes for the rich because they can buy legislators, you know, and they're... I'm poor. I don't pay any taxes. I mean, I don't pay taxes. It's just all house of cards to me. I'm like, DC's like more like house of cards than we think. Okay. I have a, do I have time for a news story? Please. All right. Well, it's your show. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the hero of the show, sex tuple threat, Grace Faye. U.S. schedules first execution of a woman in nearly 70 years. This is a crazy story. This is in Kansas, not in Florida, where they executed Eileen Warnos, the killer from Monster with Charlize Theron. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, who uh, was killing guys who were soliciting her. Um, in any case, this is what Lisa Montgomery did. She con- killed a pregnant woman and attempted to pass the baby off of her own. She told this woman to come over to her house. She said she had a dog for sale. Some people write books, some people write music. I make speeches on street corners. You're a very sarcastic man, aren't you? This segment of LAAF is brought to you by the latest mattress company. There's a new mattress company advertising on podcasts every week, but we promise this will be the last one. Take advantage of our have sex on it and then send it back guarantee. If you have less than mind-blowing sex on one of our mattresses, send it back for a full refund and a full release strapped for cash ask about our discount refurbished mattresses that people may or may not have had sex on and sent back the latest mattress company there will be another one next week okay so this crazy lady miss lisa montgomery um basically in 2004 she told her friends and family that she was pregnant even though she had undergone a sterilization procedure uh, years before, according to the court documents. Um, so then December of that year, she online, she finds um, this woman who's selling rat terriers, who's selling dogs. She goes, she's 36. She goes over to this woman, Bobby Joe Stinnett's house. She's 23 and she's eight months pregnant. Miss Montgomery strangles her to death and cuts the baby girl from her abdomen. And this is the second story I've heard about it. The other story I've heard about it is where um, this woman was advertising free baby clothes. The yeah. pregnant woman goes over. This is the one I heard about. Yeah. They try, she yeah. gets the knife and tries to cut the baby out and the woman survives. Yeah. And then that other perpetrator did. So this is this crazy thing where these women pretend they're pregnant and then they are killing these mothers or trying to. So... 
In any case, um, her defense attorney says that um, she had a really hard childhood, including being sex trafficked by her mother and gang raped by adult men. She also has a mental illness, but um, she's scheduled now for execution for the first time in the U.S. in 70 years. Um, it says most of the murderers, whim, female murderers, are there are far fewer female murderers in general and far fewer women on death row, obviously. Most of those things are domestic yeah. um, incidents, so, you know. Watch wow. out, Jimmy. It's almost Halloween. <laughs> hey, no, actually, New steak most, knives. But most, all murders are someone you know. I mean, almost virtually every murder that happens is someone you know. It's it's like overwhelming statistic. You know, you're you're never gonna get murdered by someone you don't know. And it's the same with like sexual abuse and things like that. It's the priest. It's the teacher. It's the parent. It's the grandfather. It's the stepfather. It's the brother. Yeah. Like you know, it's not talked about very much, but that's the truth. It's not. You're you're less you're more likely to be raped by someone you know or date raped than you are to be pulled off the street and raped. Yeah, and and I'm telling you, tattoos have nothing to do with it. Okay, you you I, you see tattoos and you think that person's scary. They're probably not scary. Probably working in an office. Protect yourselves, ladies. Oh yeah. Vote for women. Me too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Me too. Forever, and also have that mace in there. Yeah, you know, have that mace in there and test fire it once a month. You know, or have a pepper gun. spray. No, no, Jimmy, that's not the answer. Oh, we're gonna hear more from Spike Cohen tomorrow. All right, we're gonna hear about um, what a cool uh, guy from the same interview there in Florida, where they were there in Houston. Uh, they're heading to all. They're heading to forty-eight freaking states. So. Go, uh, go, Joe, Joe Twenty. A support girl. third parties. Support a woman president. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. And we'll hear more from Spike. I shaved off a beard I was fond of. I lied to the law. I danced with a blonde beauty parlor owner. What the fuck was that? That was garbage. That was fucking pedestrian. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I'll go now. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Hi there, LAAFers. Hmm. You've probably noticed that all of our commercials are fake. That's because we get all of our support from you, the listener. Sign up today and get all the exclusive membership benefits for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash L-A-A-F. We'll have to suspend your membership. Well, say, now that's really something. I don't know what to say. It takes my breath away. L-A-A-F podcast. Oh, God. I'm going to edit that so that we don't do that in the actual. Come on. No.